Happy Thanksgiving, Booklies! I hope that you're all having a fantastic Thanksgiving with the most delicious food and that your day is filled with love and laughter with all your friends and family. And even if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving, I hope that you have all that stuff in your life every single day anyways. Now, if you're traveling anywhere today, please make sure that you're being as safe as you can be. And don't forget, today is the day that you are supposed to eat a ton of food. Now, I am super excited today because we have another bookish review episode, this time for The Wall Street Titan by Anna Zayas. Now, before we dive into the review, I just want to go ahead and let you guys know what my rating on this one was. My ranking for this particular book is a solid five stars. This was a fantastic book that I absolutely had a blast reading. Now, I'm sure that most of you are used to me talking about Anna Zayas by now and all of her dark romances that I absolutely adore. Usually with dark romances, I will give a little warning This is a dark romance, so if you have any triggers for that kind of thing, please be aware that this might not be the book for you. However, this book is a little bit different, and I'll explain that in one second. The Wall Street Titan is available in both audiobook and ebook, both available now, so if you're an audiobook fan, don't worry, you don't have to wait. The platforms it's available on are Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Google Play, Kobo, Apple Books, and also paperback. If you're looking for links as to where you can buy the book from, if you head on over to my blog post for this particular episode, you'll find all the links there. Okay, let's go ahead and jump right into the review. So I have been a fan of Anna Zayas for a while now, and her books are usually always an auto-buy for me. But this one was her very first venture out of dark romance and into the world of pure contemporary romance. Hence why you don't have to worry if you have any triggers to a dark romance for this particular book with her. Because of this, I had no idea what to expect story-wise, but since it's Anazeus, I had no doubt that it would be spellbinding. Her writing is just completely mind-blowing for me. I absolutely love this author's writing style and how deep and compelling and emotionally rich her characters are. And this book was absolutely no different. This book was a magical, funny read that had me sucked in from the very first line to the very last. It was one of those books, you guys, where I actually kind of had to make myself slow down in the reading. I know a lot of people like to just read as many books as they can, as fast as they can, they enjoy it. But I'm one of those readers where if I'm really, really into the book, I actually want to slow down. I want it to last me a while. I don't want it to end, so I'll wind up pacing myself and stop here and there. I'll either take Luna on a walk or I'll go make some kind of cake or cookies or something just so I can prolong the experience of reading the book. And that completely happened with this one. So for this book, our story begins with a case of mistaken identity. Marcus is looking for a woman he has never met before in a quaint little cafe, and Emma is there for her first date with a man she hasn't met face-to-face either. Now, with Marcus, it was kind of a blind date, almost, type of situation. And with Emma, she just didn't know 100% for sure what her date looked like. And it just so happens that they wind up mistaking each other for their dates, when they were absolutely nowhere near the people that they were supposed to meet. 
And boy, let me tell you, when that happens, sparks absolutely fly. Now, before you swoon, no, I don't mean the type of sparks that have glitter and hearts attached. No, 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 no. I mean sparks more like from daggers being thrown. (laughs) These two have quite the bumpy start, but something about each other really just grabs hold of them and won't let go. And I really, really loved that about the situation that they find themselves in with this mistaken identity meeting. Even though they have this little battle between each other and they have a moment where, like I said, sparks are flying for not a romantic reason. (laughs) They just are captivated by each other still. And it's puzzling for them at first. And it is just so magically raw and real and perfect. And mm, I just, I loved how they wind up getting introduced to each other. It's fantastic. Now, normally the rough starts in romances tend to lead to it taking longer for the couple to realize they're actually attracted to each other and maybe could even love each other. But this story had a different take on it. And I have to say, I loved how their bumpy first encounter winds up turning out. I loved how all the little quirks that came out during that first encounter really stuck in their minds and was actually what started the attraction to each other and how they each reacted to it was just fantastic. Honestly, this was a fantastic start to a story. It has to be one of my favorite starts to a story. It had just everything. Humor and a little bit of sexiness mixed in with the daggers being thrown at each other and mixed up emotions. It was great. It was just wonderful. You guys will love the way that Emma and Marcus meet. Now, Marcus, our hero, is an amazing character. He is for sure a dominant alpha male that could easily have been a hardened soldier or Well, maybe even a criminal, just to be blunt and honest, he really could have been. But (laughs) instead, he's a finance genius. And I actually really loved how his mind worked in this story. His upbringing was less than pretty. And this causes him to not fully understand how love and relationships really work, which kind of throws him off his game a little bit when he realizes his feelings for Emma. What was really interesting and what I really loved was seeing how he went about winning her heart and how he opens up to her despite those little lapses in his understanding for relationships mixed in with his very brilliant, very go-get-em, genius, A-type personality mind. Now, Emma has some interesting reservations herself that most men, especially men in his position, wouldn't appreciate. But Marcus is different. He's so sensitive to her needs and her past. And even though I don't think he realizes it, deep down, Marcus really wants to help Emma heal. He wants to see her as happy as possible, while also making sure he has a firm part of that happiness. I really, really loved this aspect to this character. He is for sure that alpha male, for sure that go-getter, and yet here he is being so sweet and sensitive to everything that is Emma, to the things that make Emma unique and 
the pain that she has from her past. It was really heartwarming and just so swoon-worthy. Honestly, he is a fantastic hero. While Marcus is for sure the strong alpha male, when it comes to things that involve Emma, he uses that strength and that laser-sharp determination he has to just shower her with gentle love. I absolutely love the things he did for her and how he maneuvers himself into her heart despite the mistakes he makes along the way. He might be one hell of a smart, money-making tycoon, but he's also a sweet romantic that will sweep absolutely anyone off of their feet. Now, Emma is a heroine I really enjoyed as well. One of the things I really liked about her was the unique little quirks that she has thanks to the things that have happened in her past. The way Emma's trauma is portrayed in the story is so well done and real that I couldn't help but be drawn into her character more because of it. While most heroines in books that have a traumatic past have larger issues that come from it, Emma's is very different. It's subtle, yet a huge part of her, and I really loved how well that was done in the story. Emma also has a lot of fire in her that was amazing. Emma is not as much of a go-getter as Marcus is, but she still has a lot of passion and determination. And I loved how she expressed herself, too. Let me just tell you, she is one feisty customer. (laughs) That part of her personality really challenges Marcus in a way he didn't realize he needed. And in my opinion, in a way that winds up bringing out the best in him. It kind of helps break through some of his own walls that he didn't even realize he had. Honestly, these two have chemistry that is through the roof amazing. It's the type of romance read that when you get into it, you can't help but wind up feeling like you are in either the hero or the heroine's shoes. It is so relatable and so raw and real. It was just fantastically amazing. Now, I also have to say the humor in this one had me busting up laughing at times. The little things that go wrong played out spectacularly. However, I will admit, for all his no BS, I'm a big money-making tycoon personality, Marcus has some of the funniest moments and comebacks I've ever seen in a story before. Honestly, I was laughing so hard, I had tears in my eyes at times from some of the things he said and did and the smooth comebacks to certain situations he found himself in. Oh, it was priceless. It was so funny. Seriously, you guys, there were times I was laughing so hard, my husband would actually turn to me and go, what is wrong with you? Are you okay? He wound up learning more about this book than any other book I've read just from all the times that I started dying laughing and he had to know what happened in the book to get that kind of reaction from me. Now there is one final character, or rather characters, that I want to talk about. Emma's cats. (laughs) That might sound really funny, but we have to talk about them. Mr. Puffs, Cottonball, and Queen Elizabeth. Now, I usually don't focus on secondary characters in my reviews for romance, but these little guys were just too good not to mention. I have seen animals in romance before, and a few times they have played an interesting role in the romance, 
you know, usually it's them getting the couple together or an animal is the reason why they met. But I've never seen such personality added into the secondary animal characters in a romance as I saw with these little guys. These three have opinions on what's going on with their owner. And boy, do they show it. <laughs> Mr. Puffs in particular makes his thoughts on the matter of Emma and Marcus dating known in an explosive way that, let's just say, backfires on him a bit. I liked these little guys so much that I am looking forward to seeing how things turn out for them in the next book just as much as I'm looking forward to seeing how the romance itself turns out in the next book. Now, for those of you who really don't like cliffhangers, this does end on a cliffhanger because there is another book to this particular series coming out in February called Titan's Addiction. This book is coming out February 25th, so it's not too long of a wait, but if you're one of those readers that just cannot stand a cliffhanger, especially in romances, then you might want to wait for the next one to come out. From what I know so far, it is going to be the conclusion to their story. So like I said, if you want to wait until February, that's not too far away, so you can read the entire book series when it's completely come out. Now, my overall thoughts for this book is The Wall Street Titan is an amazing, fun, and swoon-filled romance that will entrap any romance lover within the first few paragraphs. All the characters in this book, including the cats, are well-written and will make you fall in love with them absolutely instantly. I adored this book and I'm really, really looking forward to seeing how everything turns out and to seeing if Anna does any more books like this in the future. This was masterfully done and something that I hands down recommend. All romance lovers need to read this book, no questions asked. Now, as always, if you want to see more goodies on my review for The Wall Street Titan, such as the breakdown of my ratings, my fire in the sheet ranking, or the favorite quotes that I have from the book, go ahead and head on over to www.bookishcreation.com and check out the review for The Wall Street Titan. And like I said earlier, you'll also find all the buy links there as well as a link to Anazeas' website and her Facebook page. All right, booklies, that's going to do it for this particular review episode. If you're interested in The Wall Street Titan by Anazeas, please be sure to go pick up a copy and let me know what you think of the book in the comments down below. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe and leave a ranking. It lets me know that you're enjoying these and that you definitely want to see more. The Bookish Creation logo was designed by the incredible The Artsy Reader. The Artsy Reader has a wonderful DIY and book blog where she shares some amazing, fun-filled posts. If you guys haven't checked her out already, go ahead and go on over to her website at www.theartsyreader.com and check out all the fun posts over there. I hope that you all are having the absolute best Thanksgiving and that the stories you are reading are amazing and swoon-filled. I'll talk to you all next time. Bye!